This is the Retire Happy Podcast with John Amarino, teaching you each episode about holistic retirement planning. It's another Retire Happy Podcast. Walter Storholt here with a big smile on my face alongside John Amarino. What's going on, John? How are you? Are you smiling as well? I'm always smiling. I'm having a great uh, Friday. That was really creepy the way you said that. I'm always smiling. (laughs) It's like some villain in a movie or something like that. uh, The, uh, what was it, the Joker? You're the Joker. I'm always smiling, of course. Why so serious? That's right. Hey, I love what I do. So, uh, you know, I'm blessed. I have a great family. I have a great business. I have great clients. So what's not there to smile all all the time about? I like the spirit, absolutely. Well, with that note, we're going to talk about disasters on today's show. (laughs) We're going to wipe the smile right off our faces. (laughs) It was the world's worst segue in today's conversation, but maybe we'll be able to lift it back up by the end of the show. Uh, No, in a couple of moments, we are indeed going to talk about portfolio disasters. We do seem, you know, the earthquakes have been in the news over the last couple of months, John, now that we've, uh, you know, seen California get hit by some of these things. Luckily, wasn't, you know, major issues for, you know, the folks that were impacted by those rumblers. Do you guys have like a local term for, for earthquakes? I mean, do you, do you call them tumblers or rumblers or is it just earthquakes? No, just earthquakes. Just earthquakes. Okay. And maybe it's the Midwest or somewhere, or maybe it's somewhere else. They seem to call them something else more than earthquakes. Maybe I'm making that up or I got it from a movie or something. But anyway, we're going to talk about some portfolio disasters on today's show. What are some of the things we can do to prevent an earthquake in your portfolio or a tornado ripping through your financial plan. We're going to talk about that on today's program. We've got a great question on deck from Blair as well. Blair writing in wondering about being in a lower tax bracket in retirement. Well, she just got to retirement and, oops, not in a lower tax bracket. So what to do now? What went wrong with her financial plan? We'll undress that question coming up on today's show as well. But let's start it off with a fun quote to set the tone. And hopefully this keeps a smile on your face for a little bit longer before we get to the disasters here, John. This one's from Zig Ziglar, who, gosh, what's the best way to describe Zig Ziglar these days? He's just like a motivational speaker, business guru, kind of all the above, one of those sorts of types. Yeah, motivational. Motivational speaker. We'll stick with that. It seems to be the, the forefront there. He says, expect the best, prepare for the worst, capitalize on what comes. What do you think of that? I agree with part of it. You know, sorry, Zig, but I say hope for the best. I, I, I mean, don't ever expect the best. <laughs> you know, be positive, set rational expectations and hope for the best. But I do believe that you should always prepare for the worst and then capitalize on what you've attained, you know, uh, preserve some of that. So I really hammer home the facts that clients must be prepared for life's events, both good and bad, right? Birth of a grandchild comes at a happy cost. Long-term care, which, you know, we just talked about last episode, comes with a devastating cost. So I actually, when it comes to that, I'm a big fan of Sun Tzu, The Art of War. And he has a great quote that says, plan for what is difficult when it's easy. And in financial planning and life planning, I mean, that's the core of it. Say it again, plan for what is difficult when it's easy. When it is easy. Okay, I like that. Right. So, and I I tell, you know, people all the time, I said, you know, think of our first responders. They train for catastrophic events, even though they don't want to believe that they're going to have to respond to a huge active shooter or bomb type event or pilots training for catastrophic failures. You know, these professionals don't think that, you know, Sully Sullivan, right? Was it Sully Sullivan? The, uh, Sullenberger, uh, I think was the name. Sullenberger, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'll just say Sully. You know, he didn't plan for that. <laughs> I'm sure no pilot thinks they're going to be landing a plane in the river, but his training allowed him not to panic. 
and you had to save for resolution. So I always just tell people, you know, plan for it because after all, you know, we have these plans in place because it happened to somebody somewhere. So if you have a plan for when things don't go the way you hope they would, you have a better chance of success. So sorry, Zig. Yeah. Same spirit, it sounds like you have with that quote. It's in the same spirit, just a slight disagreement on maybe the uh, the verbiage of it overall. But yeah. I, I like the direction you're taking us in there. And you're right. It leads us right into that portfolio disaster conversation. You know, we're always seeing things that are making the news that are disasters out there. And you talk about the preparation for those things. So let's do the same thing when it comes to our portfolios. And while life and limb aren't necessarily at stake when it comes to our financial situations here. Experiencing a financial disaster can still have a devastating effect on your life and retirement. You know, my folks went through the hurricane on the coast of North Carolina last year, and although they didn't lose their home, they're still dealing with the fallout. They've got mold just randomly popping up in different parts of the home now. And what we were down there visiting recently, and it's just like all of a sudden there's a big mold spot in the middle of the wall. And it's like, where'd that come from? And it's just wow. some leftover issues from the hurricane. There's pieces of dirt that are wedged so tightly into the, I don't know if it's the eaves or into the siding of the home that even after a power washing, they can't get all the dirt that has, you know, kind of embedded itself into the side of the home. So it's just, you know, it just takes a while to recover from those kinds of things. So let's talk about in the same vein, portfolios and some disaster that we've seen. And obviously we're going to lean on you, John, for solutions to some of these things as well. One disaster, a recently widowed spouse who's completely in the dark about the financial situation. Got to be a tough meeting when you've got somebody across from you in the room who's going through something like that. Absolutely is. And yeah, I cannot emphasize this enough. If you're seeing a financial advisor and you're married and you're the one that's really dealing with the finances in the house and you're you're leaving your spouse at home and not attending these meetings, or if you're the spouse and you're saying, no, I'm not really interested. This is an area where both spouses need to be present at all the planning meetings because listen, you just lost your loved one. You're dealing with enough. You have to have at least a general understanding of what's going on financially, where your money is and how you're going to proceed forward. If you're completely in the dark, you're setting yourself up and you're setting your spouse up, you're setting yourself up if you're the surviving spouse and you're setting your spouse up if you're the, the breadwinner for a, a real tough time in addition to what's already been laid upon them. Yeah, I think that's a really good point that you make there, John, because you know some of these things we can avoid before they happen. Others, there's only so much we can do before the incident takes place, but we can mentally prepare for some of these situations. And that first example, I think, is a little bit of both. There's things we can set in motion, and there's also conversations that can be had that can improve those situations. Let's talk about another disaster. This one's more more common, maybe. A market crash forces someone to work longer than they had planned, or if they've already retired, maybe they then look at their financial situation and go, "Uh uh-oh, I got to get back into the workforce. We obviously saw this a ton back in the late 2000s. Yeah, well, you know, when I started doing full financial planning in 2012, I was still meeting with clients who, you know, thanked the market for extending their employment four years. You know, there were people that lost 30, 40% of their value a year before retirement, And, you know, to their credit, they bit the bullet and they continued working until they could build their nest egg back up. But yeah, you know, that's very common. We don't see it as much now, being that we're in the longest bull run in our history. But let's not forget, you know, that just, you know, I was having these conversations with people six, seven years ago. That's not ancient history. So 
you know, when you're getting closer to retirement, you need to have a focus on preservation of your assets. Yeah, it's so important to do that. So again, if you've got issues with your portfolio, are you leaving yourself exposed to that potential market crash? That's something to think about, to ask yourself. There's also the situation where we talk about portfolio disasters, where we start thinking about legacy and the fact that you've maybe spent a lot of time, John, planning to help out the next generation. But then we've got something like nursing home expenses that pop up and having not guarded against those have you seen cases of family legacy plans getting wiped out due to a long extended stay in a nursing home or assisted living or maybe even in-home care or something like that? Yes, and not having clients who lost their legacy but dealing with clients who, you know, were essentially the victims of that lost legacy. You know, I'm going to kind of put a little twist on the legacy because with retirees of today, you know, they're really focused on just getting themselves to retirements, right? We don't there's no pensions there anymore. And that's where a lot of the legacies were left over because, you know, the grandparents or parents had pensions and they didn't touch their other accounts. So they left some of that wealth through here. You know, nowadays, I think retirees are more focused you know, on, hey, let's just get through retirement and what the kids get, the kids get. But in this, I want to put a little twist on that because the family legacy can easily be your surviving spouse. And if you don't have that good long-term care plan, you could really be setting them up for some financial hardships during and after your long-term care event. And, you know, even potentially if your long-term care event led to uh, death. So, yeah, you definitely, I can't say this enough. Too many people want to bury their head on the sand on this topic. You can't. Yeah, You can't. You have to have a plan for this. And if you're going to private pay, you better know that you can afford it. Another portfolio disaster, John, maybe one more example for me on this one. I think about this. I think about somebody who's maybe, you know, into their 80s now and they're living on Social Security. And that's like their main thrust at this point. And they're kind of locked into that maybe lower benefit for the rest of their lives. And I look at my grandparents in their 80s now. We're not talking about sitting on the porch doing nothing. I mean, they're traveling all over the place. They're, you know, going and seeing grandkids and now great grandkids are in the picture and they're vivacious still in life. And it's kind of sad to think that somebody would have, you know, such a small amount of flexibility with just social security hanging out there. And somebody who's maybe in their, you know, fifties or sixties right now, that may seem really far away and may seem like, you know, they won't fall into that trap or into that same position. But I know that you've been in the room with somebody before who maybe has had a family member or a loved one kind of fall down this path as well. Yeah. And, you know, you said it best that, yeah, you know, the 80s seem so far away, but I'm telling you, if you don't have the assets and you really haven't stress tested the longevity of your money, you know, depending on the government for your sole income, I think we all can uh, agree these days that's a little bit scary. And, you know, they say what, by 2035, you know, Benefits could be cut. If we don't address Social Security, there could be a reduction in benefits. I've heard as high up to about 20%. So, you know, if you're in your 50s or 60s and you don't have the assets and you want to retire, you might have to do some real critical thinking and just and bite the bullet, work a year or two, or have a hybrid retirement. And, you know, go do something you love, whether it's just being a martial arts golf course, but work and get that extra cash flow to where you don't have to touch those assets because you do not want to be living solely on social security that that's not peace of mind yeah it's a great point point. and before we wrap up this topic john any other examples of portfolio disasters you've seen as you've met with you know prospective clients over the years you know the biggest thing is i think people 
have made knee-jerk reactions, especially coming off 2008. Now you had people that you know never want to be back in the market again, and they even admit to panicking. You know, you have to have a plan that is going to be sustainable and that can keep you in the game. And, you know, if you can't handle major market losses, then, you know, you shouldn't be expecting those nine, 10% year in and year out returns because you're going to be on the skinny branches there. So make sure you're invested to your proper risk tolerance. All important things to remember on today's show. So is your portfolio exposed to a potential portfolio disaster? Well, know that there are things that you can put in place to prevent those problems and those issues, at least to safeguard against many of the same problems that have hurt people in the past. You know, for my folks, it's, you know, making sure that they've got storm rated windows on. So if something hits them, it's not going to go damage the inside of the house in many cases. And, you know, they put on a better quality roof after this storm so that the next storm that comes through won't damage the roof as hard. And, you know, there's other things that you can do to kind of safeguard against regular disasters and your portfolio as well. And if you need assistance putting those safeguards in place, you can certainly reach out. John Amarino, you can reach him at 858 855- 935-6210. That's 858-935-6210. You can find him online at gosecurus.com. Schedule a time to meet. Come into the office there in the San Diego area on Trina Street, conveniently off Interstate 15 next to Scripps Ranch High School. That's gosecurus.com, and we'll put a link for that in the description of today's episode. There you have it. Avoid those portfolio disasters. Make sure you're planning properly. Time to get to know John a little bit better on today's show. It's getting to know you time. Well, to get to know John, I've got a fun question for him this time around on the podcast. And I'm curious, John, you know, outside of the financial realm. So we know that you're an amazing uh, financial advisor, obviously. But what's another area or discipline that you consider yourself to be very knowledgeable in that you enjoy? Just take us kind of to whether it be a hobby or just to. I don't know, just something that you think you're pretty savvy in, or even if you wanted to take it all the way to the level of saying you're an expert in it, just what's something else that you do really well? Honestly, I think it's just a day-to-day is discipline itself. Okay. Um, I'm a very regimented person. It's like Groundhog Day every day in my house, 4.15, the alarm sounds, and literally when seven to eight minutes, I'm out the door to the gym Monday through Friday. You know, and on those days, I'm, I'm a big fan and follower of Jocko Wilnick, former Navy SEAL commander that wrote, hey, he's written some great books and and his whole thing is discipline. And I've always taught my son and I'll teach my daughter as she gets older is, you know, you don't have to be the, the smartest person in the room, but if you're the most disciplined in the room and you strive for success, you will be successful. And, you know, I'm just, I'm very systematic, very regimented. And I just like to have my checklists and yeah, it kind of gives me my peace of mind that my day was well put together. And, and I, uh, I got through the day in an efficient manner. Kind of inspiring. I'm ready to go run through a brick wall for you. That was that's that's a, you're a rare breed these days. There's not a lot of disciplined people out there these days, especially it feels like. So you're you're a rare breed, sir. Well, thank you. Just don't uh, <laughs> you know? Just don't put uh, rice krispie treats or stuff like oh, in front of. We found his then, we, then the we found his weakness. That's when the discipline's really challenged. <laughs> found his weakness. Well, there you go. Discipline's a good thing to have. Uh, you know, to be good at to have uh, as a strength. So that's wonderful. Uh, it's time to get to know you a little bit better. We call it the mailbag. Time to answer one of your questions. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you.
All right, this question comes to us from Blair in Ramona. Blair says, John, I was always told that I'd be in a lower tax bracket in retirement and that I should be putting as much money into my 401k as possible. Now I'm retired and I'm not in a lower tax bracket and all of my savings are going to be taxed as ordinary income. What went wrong here? Uh, the favorite of the 401k plan salesman, you'll be in the lower tax bracket. You know, eh, don't beat yourself up. You know, you were disciplined. You, you did some savings. Uh, you just may not have known about the alternatives, right? The Roth 401k is still not offered in a lot of plans. So, you know, for a lot of today's employees, your most common option and, and only option for a lot of people may seem is the 401k. So, you know, the other thing too, is that a lot of people do believe that since you don't have a salary, you're going to have little or no taxes in retirement, right? Yeah, I'm not, I don't get a paycheck. So, you know, I'm not going to get taxed on that at least. And the problem is most people want that same standard of living or even better in retirement, right? You know, the golden years. You know, and I tell people, if your lifestyle requires you to take out 40, 70, or even $100,000 a year in distributions, that's going to be taxed as ordinary income rates. And that's the same as making 40, 70, or $100,000 a year in salary. So, you know, and I always, I tell this, there's advisors and there's 401k plan administrators, they're focused on accumulation. They're not focused on, you know, the decumulation period. And I always stress this in my tax classes that the IRS has a special place for, uh, you know, senior retirees. They have a tax code. And, you know, I'm in my 40s. I don't have to worry about taxations of IRA distributions and how IRA distributions may cause heavy taxation of Social Security benefits and how those distributions may affect my Medicare premiums, which is essentially another tax. You know, if that wasn't enough, then you have to take out additional funds in the forms of uh, RMDs. So don't beat yourself up. Yeah, I think that's kind of been the growing pains of the 401k. My advice to you is don't give up and just, you know, say, well, you know, I'm stuck with this tax bomb. See if you can improve your situation because, you know, especially if you're in your 60s or, or if you're an early retiree in your 50s, you still have plenty of time to really improve your long term tax outlook. Great question, Blair. Sorry that sounds like you're a little frustrated here as you've entered into retirement now and things aren't as you maybe expected. You're not alone in that regard. That's a common situation where people kind of get into a situation in retirement and they go, I didn't think it was going to be like this. And some proper planning on the front side can help avoid these kinds of things. So those who still have retirement yet to come, remember that you don't want to be having a bunch of question marks once you pull that retirement trigger. So get those questions answered now. If you've got them on the mind while you're thinking about it, reach out to John. Run your questions by him. See if there are some things you can do to improve your financial plan. You can give him a call, 858-935-6210, 858-935-6210. John sets aside time each week to meet with people, to educate you about your financial plan, your situation, what's going on in the financial landscape, how it impacts you. It's all great information to know, and a meeting is so helpful if you haven't had one before. You can also reach out on the website, gosecurus.com, or email John directly, john at gosecurus.com. And we'll put links to all of those things, certainly, in the description of today's episode. John, that's it for today's program. Thank you so much for taking some time to be with us, as always, and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you next time. Absolutely. I had a great time, as always. Stay away from those Rice Krispie treats, all right? Oh, I do. <laughs> Keep that discipline up. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Right back here for John, I'm Walter. This is the Retire Happy Podcast. Thanks for listening.
Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Securus Financial are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. The opinions expressed by John Amarino and guests on this radio show are their own and are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Any strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine if it is suitable for your specific situation. This program is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to subject covered.